All right, Connor, do you have an awesome intro for us? No, do we need to practice an outro, or are we just going to cut it? No, I think point? I think we're just going to get into it right now. Um, not even an official intro? Not anything official. Solid. Dylan, let's get into this. I'll start the timer. This One, is... two, three. All right, so we want to continue this conversation on the whole realm of deconstruction. And what we want to talk about today is this statistic that we've heard, and maybe everybody else has heard it too, that there are approximately 1 million members of Gen Z that leave the church each year. Now, if that's the case, that's a number that we've got to talk about. We've got to figure out what is happening there, why is, why is it happening, um, and what do we do about it? So today what I want to think about is the question, are these people actually leaving Christianity? Can you actually leave faith in Jesus? Can you actually walk away from it? And that's the question we want to, to get into here for the next few minutes. So to begin that conversation, I want to ask you guys, if you have had friends, and I know you have, had friends that you've observed walk away from the faith, what did that do to you theologically? Like, did that mess you up inside? Well, how, how did you handle that in your mind and in your heart? Yeah, uh, for me, it's caused me to look deeper into my faith. It's caused me to, yes, ask questions, um, but I think I'm looking at it through a different lens than they might have, which theirs, again, we've kind of talked about this, is they're looking for freedom outside of the church, outside of Jesus, um, whereas I'm looking at it as I have freedom in Jesus, so let me answer these questions this way. Um, and I think those are two I mean, extremely different ways of looking at the situation. Sure. Um, but it's caused me to look at things that I probably hadn't looked at before um, yep. and ask those questions. I realized that the main person in my life that I watched walk away, I realized that we had different basics of belief. Um, and it is what started my personal dive into deeper Christian Christianity doctrine and theology. And it's what made me begin to actually look at scripture and not just read it, but say, okay, what are, what are you telling me? What it it made me no longer live off, off my parents' faith insurance, but like look at what scripture actually said and like define for myself what I believed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I, the the two friends that come to mind for me, both of them were pretty abrupt, like looked like they were really following hard after Jesus. Life circumstances happen, and now they're adamant that they are not following Jesus anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they would say that. It's not just a casual, and eh, they don't go to church as much anymore. Mm-hmm. It's no, I do not follow Jesus anymore. And those things for me, because I'd always grown up believing you can't lose your salvation. So I'm going, okay, how do I reconcile this? Because these are guys that, man, probably I felt like at least one of them had a much stronger belief than I did in Jesus. I'm going, what, what, what is this? Like, how is he just abandoning this? Like, I don't, that doesn't compute in my theology. I think that's what happens when you leave doubts like unchecked. They just kind of yeah. explode on you. And then you're like, I'm done. Yeah. And then you don't examine it because you're so tired of the question. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, and I think for me, I probably went into a place <laughs> where I think for me, watching those friends, I kind of went into a place where I wanted to just kind of ignore that. Like, all right, I don't know what happened over here, but mm. I'm just going to leave it, keep my beliefs as they are, and just kind of try not to think about that. Um, and I don't. that's not a wise way to do anything. Um, 
But if we can think about this idea, can you essentially, can you lose your salvation? That's the question we're answering. Yeah. And I, I believe the answer to that is no, you cannot lose your salvation. And we can think about it in a couple of ways. One, theologically, and we're not going to go into this in, in super great detail. Our pastors talked about it plenty of times before. You can find other places online that are going to talk about not losing your salvation, not being able to lose your salvation. But the, the two parts of scripture that always come to mind for me when thinking about this idea of not being able to lose your salvation, uh, for one, when Jesus is talking in John 10, verses 27 through 29, he says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. So once Jesus has you, nobody's going to be able to, to snatch you out of his hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. So he reiterates that idea. Like, man, once you're mine, you're mine. And I'm not going to, I would never give you up, can't give you up. And then Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, just talking about the salvation process. For you are saved by grace through faith. This is not from yourselves. It's God's gift, not from works so that no one can boast. We hear it all the time. You didn't do anything to earn your salvation, so you can't do anything to lose it on the back end. So... I think what we have to conclude, and I know that this is a, a sensitive idea to someone who, who has walked away from the church and, and would say they're not a follower of Jesus anymore, I think we have to conclude that that person never had a true faith in Jesus to begin with. And like I said, I know that's a, that's a touchy thing. That's, that's a sensitive thing for somebody who has gone through that process. So why do you guys think that is a sensitive thing. Someone who someone who used to be who used to call themselves at least a follower of Jesus, but now does not. Why is that such a sensitive thing for us to say they never had genuine faith to begin with? I think it is only natural that if you invest your time and your life into something and then move on from it, to still think, no, that was authentic, that was real. Because we're people that like when we experience something, it's like, this is very real to me, very real to, um, what we're going through. And so I think, I think maybe they can't turn off the idea that like, no, I, I meant it in that moment. Um, if that makes any sense, Carrie, I know we talked about this. You kind of had something yeah. with this as well. I'll make it shorter this time around. But, um, when you, when someone is part of something that falls underneath the headstone of religion, you have faith in something, um, whether that is a leader, if it's a cert, a way that you serve, if it's a career, if it is a community. There's faith in something, especially if you're involved for a long amount of time. There's something that you have faith in that keeps you coming. Um, and I think a lot of times we, it's Jesus by association. We're following a person who is following him well, but the person is, is broken. So when they fall or when something happens that we realize they're not perfect, we associate. And I think that's the biggest thing is we frequent, we as in this Gen Z, my generation, we associate two things that happen, that coexist. And so maybe it's broken people in the church. We draw a line and if one falls, so does the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's an often. I hope we're doing a good job being sensitive with this. I think there's often in the church an attitude that comes along with that 
of like, oh, they walked away. They never had it to begin mm-hmm. with. And I want to be clear, that is not what we're trying to say here. What what we're saying is, man, I, no. I, I have a theological belief that I, that I really think comes from Scripture, and this is how I think we have to go about reconciling this idea of people walking away. Um, and get, I, I understand that that stings. I, I don't want to, like, you're not trying to invalidate somebody's experience. I'm sure that's what it feels like, but I, I don't see another way around it theologically. Um, it, there, that's the kind of the theological angle of it. There's also a philosophical side to it, too. And really listening to, we, we mentioned Rhett and Link a lot, and, and I, I'm not trying to just call those guys out, but I've listened to a lot of them talk about this idea because they are so popular. And if I understood them correctly, because they address this question, they would say that what they had was real. But now they look back on it and see that it was kind of just this vague spirituality, if you will. Like they were praying, but eh, it wasn't to Jesus. They were worshiping, but it wasn't to Jesus. It was just kind of under those umbrella terms of worship and prayer. And so they would say, yes, I truly walked away from Christianity. And I would say that that's not actually possible. Like you can't say in it say something was real, say your faith in Jesus was real, and then walk away from it and say, well, now I don't even know if I think Jesus was a real historical person. Like you can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't say your faith in Jesus was real for a time. Well, now the whole thing's not real. Well, you can, you can't have both. You can only have one or the other. So I, I think if that's the camp that you fall in, again, we have to conclude, like, I mean, you, you never, you never were actually in it to begin with. If you don't even think the thing is real, well, that, that argument falls apart pretty quickly. Uh, but also, if we are, if Jesus is who we believe he is, if he gives us this free gift of salvation through his death, burial, and resurrection that pays the price for our sins, that's not something anybody would ever walk away from, yeah. if you truly understand that. So if there is something, if there's anything that could make you walk away from Jesus, if there's anything that apparently you love more than Jesus, then you don't get Jesus to begin with. And I think that's kind of what we have to conclude. And maybe that's even a, maybe that's even a heart question for you right now, listening mm-hmm. to it. Like, check yourself and see, man, what is out there that could cause me to walk away from Jesus and make sure there isn't anything. So, man, we have this offer of love and forgiveness and freedom found in Jesus that, man, if that's, if that really is what we believe it is, that's not something that anybody would ever choose to walk away from. So maybe that's where we need to leave things for today. Let, let that be a, a check for you um, and for us sitting here um, to check our hearts today and just see what is out there that could cause me to walk away from Jesus and let the Lord bring something to mind and and deal with that. I'm going to make sure there's not something that we have on the throne more than Jesus. 